Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends beyond the binary, it's time for the podcast that the first time you heard about it, you said, well, I'm sorry, what? It's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. And there's uh, two things that I need you to remember tomorrow. If you're going to shop on Amazon, use our Amazon links at uh, Amazon, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash Amazon. In Canada, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash Amazon CA. Or sleepwithmepodcast.com slash Amazon UK in the UK. Uh, those people that have been using it, is it's been an absolutely huge help Uh because uh, at this point with the podcast, every single penny counts. And we get if you go over to sleepwithmepodcast.com uh, slash Amazon and you use the link, you get the same Amazon you always use. We just get a small percentage of the sales. Uh, so if you remember to do that tomorrow, that would be great. And the other thing is if anyone knows Yusuf Islam, Cat Stevens, uh, or has a, a connection to him, if you can let him know or tweet and say, hey, you should go on WTF and talk to Mark Marin. I uh, think it'd be a great guest, and I know uh, the people at WTF would love to have you on, uh, uh, Yousef, Cat. So, uh, if if you can get in touch with you, say, hey, I, I happen to know him. I've I've met him, or I've done business with him, or we're friends. Uh, Mr. Barber, what would you think? How much would you love to hear Mark and Yousef uh, uh, talk? And and can you even imagine if uh, he even played some songs while he was there? We wanna hear. Stevens interviewed by Mark Marin. Don't you think it's time? Don't you think it's time? So tweet at Mark Marin and also Cat Stevens. Tell him we want to hear about your life. We want to hear about your life. Mark Marin and Cat Stevens, yeah. Want to hear them talking to each other on WTF? We'd like to hear it sooner rather than later. All right, so thanks, Jonathan. But yeah, yeah if, you, if you know Yusuf Islam, if you know Cat Stevens, uh, put him in touch with Mark Marin or tweet him or say, hey, you know, we'd love to hear more about your journey and your story. And we love to hear you talk to Mark about it. I'm a fan of both of you. I mean, I am. I'm speaking from the first person right now. I love Cat Stevens, Yusef Islam. I love your music. And I love Mark and the way he interviews people in the sides and the depth to the conversation he can have. And I love to see the two of them together. So just in case if you know, if you have a connection... Uh, you know, let, let me know or let someone over at WTF know. And that's it. Let's get on with the show. All right. Hey, you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble with getting sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. Uh, what I'm going to do, or what I've done, actually, in anticipation of your arrival, welcome, traveler. You feel like you're in a, a RPG game or something? Welcome, traveler. What I've done in preparation for your arrival is prepare a safe place. Uh, but really, that's what I've done, is prepared a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up at night, whether it's tossing, turning, thinking, 
feeling, sensing, noises, transitions, lists, uh, paperwork, get the paperwork out of the bed. You know, go ahead. Uh, don't, don't, let's do an imagine. Hey, let's, let's do this. Talk about a right turn uh, from an RPG metaphor, but let's see, everybody, let's take a correct collective breath. And let's take a corrective breath. One more for good measure. Okay, now I want you to, you know, kind of wiggle into your bed a little bit. And let's just, you, let's, let's put on the old imagination station. Remember that show, every, every once in a while I talk about it, imagination station. It had a, it had a subtle impact on me. It was kind of like Bob Ross, but withdrawing uh, space stuff, Imagination Station. I don't remember much about it, but I remember that's a great name. But we put on the old Imagination. Now I can't stop saying Imagination Station because it's so damn damn good. Uh, But put on the Imagination Nightcap. Let's put it on our heads. Come on. Don't Don't be embarrassed. And now we're going to reach out uh, in the deep, dark night, because that's where I'm sending my voice across the deep, dark night to carry off into dreamland and my intention to help you fall asleep. But I want you to reach out. I want you to grab. It's a double. It's one of those three layers of levels of manila envelopes, each one filled with paperwork, loose paper, stapled paper. No, no binder clips that, that I can sense. There's flags in there. There's post-its. Okay, now grip it two hands, one on each side. You choose lengthwise or widthwise. Hold it. It's, it's, it has some heft to it. Just squeeze it tight and breathe. And now, now you, use your elbow, like use an elbow motion to kind of just get an idea of the best way to project a stack of friggin' paperwork, uh, symbolic and ideally not real paperwork that could get you fired from work tomorrow or, you know, cause you to be good because this, I'm not legally liable. So don't send, you know, uh, send me paperwork, please. It's a, it's paperwork that has after you're moving your elbows. You're deciding what is the most traumatic way to get this paperwork out of your bed. This paperwork contains everything that's been keeping you up at night, everything your brain, everything your body has been pestering you about, everything, you know, even the real people in your lives or whatever, all of this, and these these three manila envelopes. I don't think they're called manila envelopes now that I'm thinking about it. They're uh, are they file folders. And talk about a generic term. What I mean, what the hell, manila uh, like, no wonder I misuse this. Not my fault. I was raised wrong by a world that, you know, just uses Manila. Because, first of all, a Manila envelope and a Manila folder are two entirely different colors. Uh, you should get Panatone on the phone because I didn't realize that, that we could have been using that for a long time. Panatone on the phone. That's a nice uh, alliteration. And except I can hear everybody at Scoots, it's not Panatone. And I say, well, it's just um, that's a witty joke then. Pan, whatever the pronunciation is, my friends. Panatone on the phone. Uh, sir, we have Mr. Panatone on the phone. Okay, does he have my paperwork? 
Okay, good, because now you tell them to grip it. We're in the middle of a paperwork, uh, uh, something. I'm not sure exactly what's happening. All right, and ask Mr. Panatone, you know, see, you make sure to uh, find out about those. What the heck? Hey, can you write this down for me? Ask Mr. Panatone what the heck is up with Manila. I don't know how to spell Manila, though. Yeah, qu- exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point. Uh, dot, 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 something. And then uh, double underline, like one, no, one of those underlines that looks like a, yeah, that's it. Beautiful. Okay, I got to get back to the paperwork. Okay, so it turns out there are Manila file folders. And who knows how you say that word, uh, but I got that person on the phone. Okay, so half the paperwork now. Will you will you shoot it directly across the room? How close is the wall to the foot of your bed? If it's like my room, it's not too far, but will you shoot it up? Do you have a headspace to do so? Are you going for a spreading of these uh, papers or just a direct thump into the wall? And as you do it, you know, think about, hey, I don't want this crap in my bed. On top of this Manila thing, Scoots is right. Like one is like a sickly brown color, and the other one is like a bleached bone color or something. And you say, did Scoots say bone or blown? And I said, yeah, blown, because I don't know. Be, that, that wouldn't have been good, because that would be too white. But it's uh, time. Okay, on three. We're going to breathe. One. We're going to breathe. Two. And we're going to breathe and throw the envelope as slow, and, and maybe it's going in slow motion and dramatically doing some, some, you know, or maybe it's flying in a top speed, picking up speed, going through your wall and heading towards its destination. You know, it could be that it would, by the magic of uh, podcasting, you know, paperwork's leaving your life and just getting, you know, properly filed. That'd be great for me. That's why I threw mine very hard at the wall, hoping it would end up wherever. You know, because maybe the files they say, "Hey, we just want it. We're, we're just we just want to be, you know, collated." That's a kind of a sexy word when you think about it. You know, hey, we just want to be collated, man. And say, well, it's not sexy when you say it like that. Papers, uh, you say, uh, "How about some? How about some, you put some collation in my station?" If you know what I'm saying, I say, "Okay, now." Now you're talking. Now you're at my level. I say, if you throw work and that's a collation in my workstation, I say, okay, now we can, now I can snicker and move away, uh, knowing that uh, I've uh, crossed over into another, you know, so holy collation, though. Um, or collated, you know, I just want to, you know, the papers say, hey, I just want to be collated for once in my life properly and with love and tenderness. I could get a mystery bard on this. Uh, collation love songs. Say, so, okay, well, that's one song, Scoots. Uh, okay, so, well, okay, collation lust songs. They said, well, there's too many paper. Okay, okay, I got it. You stick, yeah, that's right. I guess that's the work. uh, You're right, whatever they call it, division of labor. I stick to the, you got it, I got it. Sorry about that. Anyway, if you're new here, if if this is your first time at the podcast, welcome. Usually, I explain it a little bit better. That was like a, you know, uh, 
Oh, holy avant-garde, uh, anti, and that was not anti-anything. This podcast is, uh, is here. Welcome everyone, all people, all papers, uh, however you choose your manila, you know, collators and non-collators, uh, stampers and flaggers, uh, you know, binder clippers, whatever, or, you know, people like me say, throw, see that shoebox, throw it in there. I'll get to it one day. One day you'll be paid, Bill, if you're not on auto pay. I mean, I tell the gas company, I overpay you in the summer. I underpay you in the winter, man. It all works out, right? It's auto pay. They say it's like a gamble. You're getting 35 bucks no matter what, right? And the guy says, I'm just here to shut it off, man. And I say, yeah, man. I say, where's the love? I say, this is a predictable income stream. So what do you guys say? He said, please, please. And I said, okay, it's, that's not my gas meter anyway. I said, these aren't the gas meters you're looking for. And he says, I love it. Okay, I won't do it. And I say, yes. Star Wars fan saves the day. Oh, so anyway, if you're new here, uh, yeah, don't, 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 if you're a utility, just give me one price, okay? Holy cow. You know, I can't handle metering. You know, I'm not open. And then why do you put other stuff in with the bill? And holy freaking internet. Can you get one freaking password ruled down? I mean, how, what the heck? I just opened a new thing. And they say, oh, we don't, like, I had it all down. I had a little formula so every password's different and they say oh no we don't support that symbol and i see even mcdonald's like ronald mcdonald uh fun time login supports that symbol and you don't okay i'm way off i'm well so this if you're new here this is what happens they take some turns usually i stay calm like that calmer part that was uh, that, that part of me that was it's a little bit silly. I'm sending my voice across the deep, dark night to take your mind off stuff, all right? So you don't have to think about paperwork or whatever that might symbolize for you that's keeping you up at night. And I'm going to use loving, lulling, soothing tones or the closest thing, you know, heartfelt, pointless meanders uh, to, try, to try to say, okay, I'm listening to Scoots. I kind of don't know what the hell he's talking about. Because he said McDonald's, he went on some Manila tirade, and he doesn't know, like, Pantone or whatever. He think he had the inventor of that on the phone, and everyone was thinking of what would, what would Drake sing, you know. Uh, but Scooter did not go into the temptation of singing 14 minutes into the intro. But that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take your mind off so it's be a little bit silly or a lot bit silly. But I'll be here the whole time. I'm uh, going to go into a story after this. Uh, and to take your mind off stuff to help you fall asleep. That's that's why I'm here. Uh, you know, it's, if, you, if, if you haven't been here before, yes, this is strange. Uh, it's off the beaten path. So far off the beaten path. Uh, that You know, words may take on meanings that don't have, you know, me meaningless meanings and stuff like that. But it's all well-intentioned to, to try to help you fall asleep or if you can't sleep to keep you company. You don't need to listen to me. Uh, you don't need to stay awake. Ideally, I'll drift off uh, slowly and, and you'll drift off uh, gently into dreamland. 
But like I said, you, you don't have to fall asleep either. Like, I'll be here the whole time. I'll be giving it my all, which, as you can see, is, uh, you know, was, okay, well, he was, that was, okay, wait, honey, honey, did he say he was giving it his all there? Let's say, okay, well, see, I guess that's the exact right amount of effort that it takes to put somebody to sleep. Scoots is all. And maybe one day that'll be some sort of mathematical form. You know, say, let's scoots is all. How much How much does it take to put a person to sleep? Scoots is all. And I say, that doesn't make any sense either, scoots. Okay, well, that's it. I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time. I'm glad you stopped by. And I really hope, I really desire, I really yearn to help you fall asleep, all right? All right, hey, everybody, it's Scoots here. We just, uh, just got that intro in. And uh, I was thinking, man, we haven't done a guided meditation-style episode in a while. And we also haven't done, like, a straight-trending Twitter Tuesday episode in a while. It's like, oh, maybe we could do a little bit of uh, both somehow. And since the intro, we already kind of was using that uh, motif. Is that, I don't know if that is a motif, but I want everybody is still listening to kind of just try to sink a little bit deeper in and uh, let your mind clear. As I, uh, I want you to start thinking about it's spring and uh, we had that at least recent Wood at Woods episode with birds singing. I guess it might be a pejorative, like the birds are just making noises. I don't know. I guess maybe I have no idea if they think they're singing or if they have the ability, you know, if they thought they were singing, wouldn't they be, like, wouldn't they be in competition with us? They'd be like, I think, therefore, I sing, therefore I think, I sing, therefore I am. Uh, but let's not, let's not overdo it here with the uh, thinking part of things. Uh, so I want you to just start to let your mind clear and start to think about when you think about spring and the outdoors, what comes to mind. I mean, for me, there's uh, willow trees. That's uh, one of the images that just popped in my head. Moisture, indescribable moisture in the air. Maybe it's not visible, but you know it's there. Uh, green and, and, and bird, you know, and of course, bird noises, birds, you know, warmth, uh, airs, it feels warmer if it's daytime. And the birds are flying about. And, uh, and I see one activity that birds do is they make uh, nests. So I want you to close your eyes and think about a, a bird that might come into your mind. I don't know if it's a raptor or one of those black birds with a red or yellow spot on the side of its wings. I like those. And it could be a robin or a blue a bluebird or a stellar jet. Any any bird you wish. You can be on the beyond my window of birds. Don't be limited, limit, limited, limited or limited or constrained by the birds that I know. Let a bird come to you. And feel its wings spreading through you in some, in a way that's uh, ruffling, you know, a gentle ruffling of feathers and expanding you out of you, uh, within you, 
your bones feel lighter because I guess our bones are hollow too, but I say here their bones are hollow in a different way. So you feel light, but you feel strong. You feel limber. You feel bird-like. You you feel aviate, like you are bigger than an aviary. And you feel like you're soaring and flapping and soaring, unless you're a bird that only flaps. Or, but yeah, we're on the spring air. And it is this sick, uh, not sure if, it, because we're a human combined with a bird, we can taste the air. We can smell the air. We can sense the air as we cut through the air. And at this pace, it does have a physical element to it uh, that it, for a human is uh, is, is unfamiliar, uh, but not uh, uncomfortable, you know, ruffling our feathers, but right in the right way. And we take a turn and we're circling around because we see that bird bass. It's got fresh water. That lady was scrubbing it all day yesterday, and she was keeping it covered until just this moment she's removed the trash bag. She had over the bird bath to keep all the birds out from it. And she said, you know, she said, why would you have a bird bath? It was a bit, we're flying. And we could see the water in there. It's the right turn, and then she's going back into the house with the bag. Don't know what she's got planned for that bird bath, but I know what we got planned. And boom, we hit it. Uh, whatever we call these things, feet first, claws first. Uh, tail feathers hit the water and splash. And then we're doing that bird bath thing where we're shaking and, and, and playing enjoying the water. It's waking us up. I don't know. I guess we were sleeping before. And as a human, you say, Jesus, this is totally not like I thought it was going to be. It's like uh, each water molecule is vibrating within the region of our feathers or underneath our feathers. I can feel some sort of necessary lubrication going on that enables my flight. I can feel pesky particulates and small things, you know, that I've run across in the skies being removed. I can feel myself like a child in a bathtub being both cleaned. They say technically scoots. Okay, thanks. Uh, but uh, technically, uh, maybe not, but like a child in a bathtub being cleaned and having fun at the same time if you're in the child mindset. Oh, this is good. But we are really being cleaned. And just for a second, our human ear picks up on the fact that our feathers are humming as we shake them. And you didn't really say, geez, I didn't know this is what it felt like to have feathers. It kind of feels great. Uh, I can feel it's like uh, that time I thought about getting acupuncture, but I didn't get it. And maybe that's what acupuncture is like, because I like having these feathers in me. It almost feels like I can control them because I guess technically I kind of can because they're an extension of my body. 
And then the woman comes out who owns the bird bath. So you say, who will actually, who owns the bird bath, man? And you try to think to yourself in your human brain, how to end an argument in five words. Ain't your bird bath. That's four words. Lady, this ain't your bird bath. Lady, this ain't your bird bath. Is one word. Maybe. Uh, but that's not, not a yeah, that's not a, an argument ending thing. So you, you spin around her head, and she says, "Look at my," but she can't see anything because everything that we shook off is either particulate or microscopic, mostly. And then so we then we jump in the bath, and then her face goes from cross to stunned as she sees the joy in our ruffled feather head. Like scoots his fur after a shower, messed up and and just to makes you laugh. Uh, she laughs and she sees this like you're making crazy bird bath faces in the bird bath. And she's probably changed now. She says, "Well, this is what in the heck was I thinking? This is why I got a bird bath to watch birds bathe, and not in a you know inappropriate way to watch the joy." Oh, and then her son, the scientist, said, well, technically, Mom, they're not bathing. She says, shh, don't ruin it. Look at the, look at the way that bird, that bird's strutting on the side of the, I mean, she doesn't know we're in this bird, but oh, boy, even if we weren't, we're burdening it up. Oh, boy, this feels good. Because now we have the joy of rebellion, the joy of performance, the joy of changing a person's attitude, uh, turning a frown upside down, as they used to say, Lionel Kitty City, and the joy of being a bird in a bird bath with a fresh, you know, and then sitting there. Of course, there's a selfish joy. I say, yeah, this was some clean water. And they say, then the son says, Mom, is that the toilet, you know, the gray water from the toilet? And then you say, No, no, please, no. And she says, no, 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 I wouldn't do that to, you know, the birds. Uh, and that's not gray water. What kind of scientists are you? The gray water would be from the laundry in the kitchen sink. Or maybe not, because I know you're going to try to get me in technicality and say the kitchen sink's not gray. And I say, okay, sonny boy, you're the apple of your mother's eye. Look at this bird. Oh, the bird, because we're off. We got work to do. We're bathed now and we're air drying. And we've hit the sky at the perfect time because it's probably, I don't know what time it is. Is it 10? Is it 11? Is it long enough that the sun's been rising and heating the earth and the air so that there's kind of thermal stuff and our feathers are drying? The air is just warm enough. Oh, and our light bones and our feathers. Oh, we just lost a feather. Oh, it's floating down right into the hands of a child walking into the library where hopefully they'll find a way to create their own inkwell and start signing stuff like they're doing the Declaration of Independence. Oh, the joy of being a bird. And then you're thinking to yourself, the funny stuff, you know, make a film less intelligence. And then you say, isn't it make a film less intelligent? I said, well, I just made it to, to, to you know, it was hashtag less intelligent. Uh, that was a joke, man. I'm a bird. 
It's a bird on a wire. How he makes a bird in a wire. Bird on a wire. And it's okay, birdie. And I say, I don't know any other bird-based films on the spot here. Uh, Birdman of Alcatraz. Uh, Birdman. You say bird brain. Well, it's not less intelligent. You say bird, bird, bird man. I say, okay. Bird, bird, bird is a word. You say, well, you say, wait a second. I'm supposed to do something today. Oh, make a nest. I forgot. It's spring. And the time has come to procreate or just create. Uh, yeah, I got a, a nest to build, man. And I'm going to build it within sight of that bird bath so that I can always go. And maybe, you know, maybe I'm, maybe that, you know, she's got some nice trees there. And we fly around a couple yards over, though. It just, you know, because her and her son, we don't want to be too close. You know, because they're complex people, you know, and they're loud at night. So a couple houses down in the tall tree, you know, tall tree that we can see. Oh, we land on this branch, and it's it's one of the tallest trees in the neighborhood. It's a leaning tree, leaning out the backyard of a house, and near the apex, but not at the apex, is a long branch leaning away from the tree further. And from it we have a vista, and it's that vista you love to see. And it could be any vista you want. For someone like Scoots, it would be a vista someplace packed, full of people and noise like the Bronx, a tree leaning over the Bronx with the sounds and the people, the smells, the action, but for some it might be a suburb or a pond or something beyond my simple understanding of what a vista is to me. You clear your mind as you walk down the branch and the vista is in front of you and you say, this is the spot for my nest, I mean, back there close to the crook of the tree. But this is where I'll walk out and I'll scout, man. Not only is this, uh, this is like a dual purpose uh, area because I can look for worms. I can, uh, you know, look for grubs and other things. I can keep an ear out for uh, you know, sound that uh, unmistakable raptor call, and I can enjoy myself because being a bird's not easy. Everybody thinks it's so easy being a bird, but it just is. I guess it's not hard either. It's just being a bird, man, a bird man. But we're just a bird, and we're, you know, because some of us scoots, you know. They say they, they do like a bird man or bird man the movie. I got that word on my brain now, so let me go back to the vista. Wow. 
to kind of vista that instead of taking your breath away, gives you a breath, gives you room to breathe because it extends out under you, quiets the mind. You know, the contradiction for Scoots is that the noises of the Bronx or the Port of Oakland quiets his mind. Now it doesn't quiet everybody's mind, but... Whatever quiet yours is laying out in front of you right now. And then you hear far off in the distance a banshee-like screech of a raptor. And you know it's far enough away not to bother you, but it brings you out of your revere or your reverie. And you say, geez, I hope another bird just didn't meet some kind of grim finale. And you say, it's time to... Uh, start making my nest. And you remember that the high school, not far away from where this tree is, this tall, thick tree with this long, dense branch, with this beautiful vista, with this perfect crook between two branches and the trunk, this tree with this gentle rolling motion you've just started to notice and appreciate. A gentle rolling motion you think is not even from the breeze. This is the motion of the earth. This is the motion of the air. The warmth and the cool air moving. This is the motion of life and it is gentle and it is soothing the motion of this tree. But you say to yourself, I have work to do. I can enjoy the motion. Next time I'm going to make sure and enjoy the vista and the motion at the same time. Wow. But you say to yourself, oh yeah, there was a high school where they tested out that new grass. Bellator 155. Uh, the grass that they, they uh, that new corporation said, this is a great, you know, they got the school, this whole budget. They said, you don't need teachers, you just need grass, man. Why don't you sign a 30-year contract for us to put in fresh grass every year, Bellator 155? The only grass proven to grow, which inspires the growth of youth, will bankrupt the school district, but will continue to grow until... Uh, the exact date we're supposed to reinstall the grass next year, and if it's not paid, and that the Bellator grass will then go into, uh, instantly turn into pricker bushes. And then they say, but this school, so now it's just a giant, once was a high school, now a symbol of a world gone mad, but also as a bird, you recognize the value for the Bellator 155. Grass strain, uh, post, uh, whatever date that it was supposed to be renewed, and it wasn't renewed, so then it turned into pricker bush grass. Is the perfect grass for the outside of a bird's nest? Hardy, uh, defensive, and plentiful, and we fly down and we glide and we dive. We circle the school. The wind is picking up in the empty parking lot as paper flies across it. 
And then over I, we see more, we see uh, cups, we see straws, we see building materials. But then we dive down to the Bellator 155 grass and we begin to collect it in a deliberate process of biting and clawing and pulling and flying back and collecting. And then we say, hey, let's uh, collect it and get it air dried. After a couple of trips, we just start dropping the grass in the parking lot. As we've watched the wind currents and know that the wind will dry it and collect it against that corner curb where we'll be able to collect more grass and a better. So then we start to weave it together air dried, sun dried grass and fresh Bellator 155 pricker grass. We even start to take pride as our exterior of our bird's nest develops we're pointing prickers outward we can even see the bird bath and the woman is down there with her son and they have chairs out and lemonade and they're watching other birds in the bird bath we don't feel territorial threatened at all because of the rolling motion of the tree in the vista and the joy of the other birds in the bird bath, and the joy of the watchers of the birds in the bird bath. And we have a job to do, so we swoop back down to the former high school's parking lots. And we collect more and more Bellator. And then we say, geez, let's start to go. So we sit to get a top of a plastic, and we start ripping it up a plastic soda top from a fast food container. And I say, yeah, that'll add some, we'll stick that into there. And then we see a straw, and we decide to shred the straw and use it to even densify uh, the Bellator 155, and we weave it into our bird's nest. Uh, We see a McDonald's bag with the Jake Peavy on it, and we start to rip up the pieces. Mistake, this was our first mistake in building our nest. Not a tragic mistake, just a waste of time, and we start to put paper in there. But then after we say, well, I don't know if that was a mistake, and unless we say, well, this would make a pretty good bird pillow, this last piece of paper, until it rains, of course, but then we'll just throw it out. And then we start to think about the interior, the interior of our bird's nest. We have the exterior, the husk, the protective husk will live within, uh, like our own. And I said, well, I don't know, because then you think to yourself, this is my first bird's nest. What the heck am I doing? Was this work programmed into my DNA? Or am I, you know, am I, do I have a brainstem or an amygdala? I don't know, I'm a bird. And then, uh, you know, just an ignorant human within a bird. And together, yeah, we, we got limitations. But this is my friend. Do, I don't even know. I'm driven to keep working, though. And then we see the pop top from a soda can. We get that because you say, I like that because it's shiny. Let's put it on. It'll be like a... Maybe it'll distract somebody or attract somebody. 
And then we go to the dumpster, and we say, that's strange, this dumpster's, dumpster's been here outside this high school that was overtaken by Bellator 155 Grass so long ago. Well, not that long ago. We sit on the edge of the dumpster, looking over the school, looking over the parking lot, uh, looking at the uh, other side of the school where they decided not to put in the Bellator 155 grass, the sports field, where they put in normal grass, and and the automatic sprinklers are going. The grass there looks fine. And then a light bulb goes off. You can even see the old scoreboard says Hayward. It must be the name of the school. We say where there's uh, a regular, normal, old school, some some kind of grass that didn't have a one-year fuse and automatic sprinkler system. The bankrupt school district still playing for the water, even though there's no, you know, that, that means worms for me, man. And you fly over there, and you see it. You can see it with your bird's eyes. You can see it with your bird gut. Even a human would know there's worms there. They just wouldn't be able to find it. And then you find yourself swooping down and scooping up a little red worm, gobbling it down and saying, Jackpot. And you feel yourself grateful. What a day you're having as a bird. The weather, the bird bath, the uh, perfect tree, the uh, Bellator 155 grass takeover of Hayward High School, and then the worms. Man, it's going good. Uh, but if you look behind you into the dumpster, you know, that you landed on again as you finished your worm. You see something even better. You see an Easter basket thrown in the dumpster. Within it is uh, artificial grass. It's uh, diaphanous, maybe, or it has a color that catches your eye. That might catch the eye of a mate or something. That may be comfortable or may not be, but you don't care because you scoop it up in your mouth and you bring it back to your... Oh, but then you land on your... And you see someone sitting in your bird's nest. And you have a mouthful of artificial grass and you don't want to drop it because you know if you drop it, it'll fall off the tree because you're just standing on a tree and you don't want to... And you look, but you can't say anything to the bird that's sitting in your bird. And you look at that bird, and you study that bird. And you wonder, who the hell is this bird? Is this another human in a bird? And before you can say that, the bird says, yeah, I'm Alan Young. And you say, what in the heck? Uh, and he says, excuse me, uh, this is my nest here. I've been working on it all day. And the bird says, eh, Bellator 155 grass, eh? And you say, were you the salesman? I say, yep, yeah, I sold this grass. Not to this particular school, but that's how I got transferred into a bird. How'd you get into one? And you say, strange sleep podcast, actually. And I'm still, you, know, but, but you wait a second, you paid to be, get into a bird? The sleep podcast is free. 
And uh, the grass salesman says, and they say, can, I, can, you, can I please put this uh, artificial grass in here? And then what would you say, is Belto 155, do you think that's artificial grass or real grass or real grass made artificial? And the bird salesman has a bird a bird chuckle, uh, which sounds a little bit uh, uh, like an old person whose dentures uh, came out and then clamped together a few times, like two, 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 two. And you say, okay, well, just you. And they say, well, actually, since I sold this grass, you know, I'd rather prefer to stay here. I have an affinity for Bellator 155 grass and enabled me to be transferred into a bird. And I love the motion of this tree and the location of this nest and the vista laid out in front of me. And I love the construction of this nest. It makes me feel secure. The motion of the tree makes me feel at ease. And the vista makes me feel distracted from anything that would overwhelm my bird brain. And you say, I know that's why I chose this place to be my nest. And actually, I was in the middle of a a day of just birding around. And I didn't think there'd be conflict here. But this is my nest, I'm afraid to say. And the bird, the bird salesman says, uh, tell me one reason why I should leave. And he said, well, I said, please. And I did build, build the nest. And, you know, the fact that you sold this frankengrass uh, and it enabled you to go to it. This is the same scientist that invented the grass enable you to be implanted in a bird. And it, that bird just chuckled at that. And you say, well, man, listen, uh, this is my, can you just please leave? And then Alan, the the bird says, no, I think I'm going to stay here. And as a matter of fact, uh, I'll probably talk to some other birds, you know, keep an eye on this so you can't sneak in here when I'm gone. Uh, You seem like you're good at making nests. Why don't you go make another one? You're lucky I work for a corporation that invented this grass. So there's plenty for you to make. And then you say, well, just listen, it's besides the point because I don't even know I've driven to build this nest. Uh, and maybe for all the reasons you stated, but for maybe one reason beyond, I don't know if I should be living in the nest or, you know, partner, you know, I got to do the flashing of the tail feather thing and then, you know, the bird courting and then the bird, you know, it's not like humans. They're not mammals, so you don't want to think about it, but... You know, then the eggs and this, and I so I think I, I don't even know if I'll be in the picture to enjoy this nest. But I know uh, something's pushing me to keep this nest, and some saying that this is wrong, Alan. This is my nest, or the nest of my future, you know, nest of life. And you seem to be just here uh, to just kick back and enjoy it. And while I'm enjoying working as a bird, and birding, is, uh, being a bird is an active thing. I, and also, I don't like you. I, I, this is my human side talking. But I don't like your attitude, and I don't, there's something I, and Alan just chuckles. And you say, well, okay, well, the main reason I chose this is uh, all those things you say are great, but it's, uh, well, do you, I guess you're, you seem like the only bird I've ever met that doesn't have joy in its heart, Alan. 
And I almost spit at you, you know, because I can go build a new nest, especially with all the Bellator 155 grass and still plenty of uh, pollute, you know, trash down there. And I didn't even tell you about the uh, the other stuff I found that's going to even keep me going. Well, you know, first thing this morning, I discovered a bird bass. And when I discovered that bird bath, I discovered a joy that I've never felt before. I mean, because this is my first day being a bird, too. Uh, but also a joy in my human heart I've never felt before. A vibrating joy, Alan. A joy that will forever alter the way I look at birds in a bird bath or a bird bath like situation, like when birds just bathe in dirt. It, and I now know. That that isn't just a sweet moment, Alan. It's a transcendent moment. And maybe I'm overstepping my bounds. But that's how I feel at this moment right now, Alan. And there's something about your bird demeanor. Something about the intensity of your feelings. And something about Alan's sales training and knowing the seriousness of a prospect or a businessman and knowing a deal is about to be closed, but there could be a better deal to be made. Alan says, really, you chose this uh, for the birdbath. He said, the proximity to the birdbath, Alan, is a proximity to joy. And I could tell you where that birdbath is, you know, but you'd have to leave my nest, and I can tell you, that, uh, I mean, I guess I can't keep you out of here either, but I'll, if I tell you where the birdbath is and you experience the joy of the birdbath, Alan, maybe it'll change you. Maybe it'll alter you too forever. And I can't imagine, I mean, unless like 5,000 birds have been down there making a mess and there's a woman and her son watching, maybe they... You know, unless the situation's changed drastically, Alan, I could tell you that when you go down to that bird bath, or maybe you could wait, maybe we could just share the nest. And Alan shakes his head. You say, okay, well, I know it wasn't interested anyway, but I am not going to tell you. What, I mean, because there's plenty of bird bass around here. Or is there? No. You see, Alan, our world has lost its way, Maybe. Maybe this is a theory. Maybe this is just, uh, again, I'm heady with birdbass love today. And maybe it's just a flurry of feelings that I'm having about birdbass, Alan. But this is the only birdbass I've seen in a long time. Uh, the birdbass that was cared for and washed by a, a woman. And uh, much like the building of this nest, I think the woman was cleaning the bird bath for an entirely different reason, entirely uh, an, a reason, Alan, beyond her understanding, a drive uh, deeper than thought, Alan. And she scrubbed and cleaned that bird bath and filled it up with the freshest, sweetest water you could get out of a tap, uh, and then she covered the bird bath for the night. Uh, again, she was driven and she wasn't sure. And then she revealed the bird bath to said, hey, 
right at the moment I was nearby. And I went down and enjoyed that birdbath, and that was not something she was anticipating or desiring, Alan. But as I got in that birdbath, as I vibrated and shook my tail feathers, as I drank of this water, Alan, the woman was changed to observing me, and she experienced the joy of a birdbath, too. And, Alan, I can read it on your bird face. This is the craziest thing you've ever heard in your entire life. And I need you to go down there. And I need you to experience that bird bath firsthand. And I don't want you coming back here, Alan. This is my nest. And I consider it a professional courtesy that I've pointed you in a direction of change. And maybe you'll only be a bird today, Alan. I don't know when your little experiment wears off. I know this sleep podcast, uh, you know, it's free, so I can just listen to it again, man. Or maybe it'll extend over and across the clouds and beyond the blue sky into the night of space. But that's for another time, Alan. You should get down there and get to that bird bath. Because while I've been making eye contact with you, I've just learned how to fully use my bird eyes. And while it looked like I was uncomfortably turning my head to the left and the right, out of control and spastically, I was really using those microseconds to observe the woman emptying the bird bath and filling it with cool, crisp water from a hose right this very moment, Alan. And all our conflicts could come to a close. All you need to do is let's hang right out of here, right off this branch, off the rolling motion of my tree. Leave me to finish my nest, the nest I've driven to finish. The nest I have no idea if I'll be awake or asleep. What will happen, who will live here, but I need to complete this. So go, Alan, go down there before another bird gets there and enjoy the bird bass. I've just sold you on a bird bass. You don't have to be ashamed, Alan. As a salesperson, you've been sold, but it was a fair sale. And you'll learn that in a world with bird baths and Frankenstein grass, it is not a zero-sum world. And then the, you indicate with your head the direction of the bird bath, and Alan silently flies off, neds off to a new, more joyous life, maybe. Or maybe the woman says, I don't want, you know, who cares? Because we got our nest back, and we start, and as the time has gone by, the sun has started to wane in the sky. But the temperature has not gone down yet, so we stop by the sports field and we have some worms. And we stop by the dumpster and we collect some more baubles. We collect some more artificial grass. We collect some zip ties and some more grass from the high school. 
some shredded pieces of notebook and even one with a little poem on there. Or we thought it was a poem. It just says, really says, Bert stinks. But they say, well, yeah. And they say, oh, it's by Ernie as a joke on the other side. And they say, okay, the, the nest is complete. And we spend some time making it more comfortable for whom we don't even know. But the... As the sun gets lower and the temperature of the earth and the temperature of the air start to change, the motion of the tree gently changes too. And we feel within our DNA, within our makeup, that the nest is complete. And we take a hop out of the nest and out down the branch to the vista. And the tree rolls with us, a gentle rolling motion towards and away our vista, to and fro our view, makes up everything we can see, the sky and the earth in front of us, something that sets us at ease, a motion that sets us at ease. A knowledge that we've done something we were supposed to do and it is done. A conflict that we changed and gave joy to a bird that probably really needed it. A bird bath that can bring joy to everyone. A trend of birds taking this uh, strange grass. Maybe this will catch on. And the grass will leave the high school. And the sounds of the children will return to the school. And, you know, maybe the grass salesman will stay a bird and not sell any uh, genetically altered grass to underfunded school district. But, yeah, we enjoy the motion as twilight comes. We go back to the bird's nest and we know for tonight it is ours. For tomorrow, it may be another bird's. It may be a bird that is in our life's lives. It may be a, a bird that we give and share life with. Maybe birds of our life. We don't know, but for tonight, we bed in this nest with this view with this motion, with this palatable air, we rest in our nest. And we remember the joy of this morning, the joy of the bird bath, the joy of the look on the woman's face, and her son, and their wonder as we Bathed in a bird bath. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. All right. I want to say thank you and good night. I get some new reviews to read. Uh, these are reviews of review reviewing sites, believe it or not. Uh, they're all pretty good, though. Uh, SK1032 says five stars. You'll never hear the end of these reviews. I can't fall asleep. These these reviews can fix it. Never made it to the end. 
Thanks, SK1, 1032. Author Graham loves these, this criticism site. Oh, that's a criticism. I'm confused. Author Graham in Canada. Oh, that's a reviewer. Love it. That's a review site. I'd say it probably has biased reviews it's, if it's love it. Uh, five stars. These reviews are amazing. Uh, Dear Scooter is a genius reviewer. Oh, thanks. Uh, always amuses to bore me to me to reviews and spreading the reviews to all my reviewing friends. Here's another one, Nicola Pickle Pickles. I think that's I just like saying that. That's an Australian reviewer, and this is a mouthful for the site. That's five stars. That works like a charm every time. This is a good sign. They're all positive reviewing sites, reviewing stuff. Best reviews ever. Thank you. Uh, Noni K. Uh, this is maybe a secular review site. Blessed. Blessed. Uh, five stars. I feel blessed to have found this. Stops the brain bots and helps me fall asleep to good reviews. Uh, Possum Esquire. Uh, they like the review site. Throw away your drugs. Uh, blissful gift, gift of... Uh, sleep and rest via reviews. Thank you. And then Daniel F and LFK from the USA is a smiley face. That's another positive review site. Smiley face, five stars. A scooter is wonderful reviews. This podcast, these reviews help me fall asleep every night. Five stars from me. Uh, Dorcasaurus Rex, uh, Soother in chief, uh, Andrew for pre Scoots for president of review reviewing review sites. Uh, podcast reviewing review sites is best ever. A podcast review review reviews reviews with the review with the review podcast. I don't know. I don't have a tagline. This podcast reviewing review sites is best ever. Been using it for about three sites, brought me through stressful times, slowing, soothing, emotional safety in a bottle. Thank you, Dork Source Rex. Uh, scuba Girl WW. I like that. Scuba Girl WW uh, from Australia is reviewing the site. Insomniac's best friend. Five stars. These reviews are real lifesaver. Better than prescription reviews. You know, you could get a review prescription. Put you to sleep with a smile. Thanks a million. Uh, Ambien No More from the USA says, Ladies and gentlemen, I started listening to these reviews a couple of months ago. Various podcasts made me go to sleep each time. I, I return each time uh, to sleep with me. Uh, the review site reviewing reviews because uh, uh, I also made a small pledge. Thank you. Uh, Connie Cola from the UK. Uh, writes the love. I found this reviews of reviews reviewing. Uh, very helpful. I have uh, sleep problems easing to sleep because I start to feel anxious at the bedtime. But the friendly, warm, safe tone help give me feel good feelings of safety. Appreciate it. Well, I appreciate you reviewing the reviews that reviewed. As uh, so next one, uh, Chatman, Chatman, uh, from the UK. A sleep app that actually is a sleep review app that actually works is amazing. Works perfect for me. Had problems sleeping till I found these reviews. Uh, thanks, Chatuman. Eight twenty six forty seven four seventy five A says definitely a serial number for a robot. 
A cure for insomnia and racing. Thoughts works as advertised at 10 p.m. or 3 a.m. Could change your reviewing life if your reviews need sleep. I went from couldn't get to sleep, couldn't stay asleep, to nodding off easily. And if I get up in the middle of the night, which happens not less frequently now, I just put my headphones on. And I'm gone. Soothing voice, soothing reviews, soothing stories, walking in the woods, uh, how dolphins sleep are good ones. Also support the reviewing the reviews with the reviews of a dollar month donation. Thank you. And I say please do the same or more if you can. Thanks, 82-6475A. Uh, how about this one, Guy and Nick's NYX? Yeah, thank you. For the last couple of years, I've been listening to BBC all night, every night, to fall asleep and stay asleep. But I discovered this podcast by chance, and I'm so happy. Literally, we'll start to reviewing the reviews and let it play up all night. Wake up last, fall asleep faster. Wonderful, wonderful idea. Thank you. Uh, well, thank you. Uh, never fails. That's Xsters. Xsters. I think that's how you say it. X triple S T R S. Extras, 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 maybe, E-X-T-R-A, maybe not. Never fails five stars. No matter how distracted or not tired I am, the reviews always put me to sleep in 15 minutes every time. Okay, it's another one here. Uh, Sagulepat, 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 Sagul. Lapat, Sagulapat. I don't know. I don't know if I'm getting it. Sagulapat, Sagulapat. I mean, is it? Am I saying something embarrassing? Sagulapat. I'm not sure, but they say it's the best thing ever. That's from Australia. They like works like a charm. Thank you, Sagulapat. Uh, Swayze N L capital N capital L. I don't know if that's uh, from somebody from P Swayze's family. From Canada. Works every time. Anytime I have trouble falling asleep, I turn on the reviews and never make it to the end. Uh, and we have another bot, uh, N88. NE88. Actually, it's a periodic table bot because it looks like NE, I think, is on the periodic table. Amazing. I've had insomnia my whole life on a good day. I fall asleep before 3 a.m. Gave up trying new tricks a long time ago, but then I heard about this podcast. Reviewing reviews, decided to give it a try. Puts me out, capital O, capital U, capital T. Uh, strange, charming, I adore it. Still can't believe how well it's worked for me these past few nights. I'm talking under 10 minutes, amazing. Uh, just enough to distract you from the thoughts that keep you awake, but boring in the best way ever to lull you sleep. Love you so much. Wow, thank you, NE88. I don't know what your half-life is, but you, you thank you very much. Uh, let's see, I'm sleeping like a baby. That comes in from Australia from Lizzie underscore Probs Ackerman. Probs Zuckerman. Zuckerman. Probs Zuckerman. Probs Zuckerman. Lizzie underscore Probs Zuckerman. Uh, sounds uh, crazy, but it works. Recommend it to anyone who has trouble sleeping. Never make it more than 30 minutes. Uh, finding has been a godsend. Thank you. Uh, next one's from the USA. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sounds like a, this sounds like a new hide and seek game. Yeah, what game are you playing? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Three days old. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I am cold. 
Isn't that one of those things you say as a kid? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Three days old. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The bread has mold. Yes, sir. No, sir. Blofeld's cold. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Nine days old. Uh, but yes, sir. Yes, sir. Says this is a real deal. Good. Uh, help me reviews. These reviews help me sleep since day one. Paired with a sleep mask, you can't not sleep. I've had insomnia 20 years. Trust me, I tried a lot. Pretty excited to see how this kept going. Thanks, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And finally, never fails to work. Purely superb. That comes in from Marta uh, Dams 89 from the UK. Marta Dams 89. It's one of my favorite dams to visit in the UK. Marta Dams 89 is one of those, you know, it's a good one. It's over the Marta River, and it's a dam, and it's the number 89th dam. Uh fails work purely, so I struggle to sleep on and off for a few years now, racing thoughts and all that. Discovered this a few weeks back. It's worked every time. It's just simply nothing like this, nothing simply like this. Uh, thank you, uh, Marta Dams 89. And that's it. Thanks, everybody. And get a good night's sleep. And if you want to review the show, go sleep on me by guest.com slash iTunes. Bye.